Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Raju Bangaya Podcast. We're on episode 12 and we're talking about what comes after Anjam? Karnarjun? No, we're talking about Dilwale. Now you're probably wondering, you're wondering, is it what is it? What year is it? Is it 2023 when they should be talking about uh Dilwale? No. No. It's still 2016. Don't you switch it up on yeah, you fools. Don't check your calendars. Yeah, don't worry. You didn't jump into a DeLorean. <laughs> We did. <laughs> We did. <laughs> That's not true. So, yeah, today we're talking about Delvale. It released uh, in December of this year, of last year, right? Is that when it That's released? That's right. 2015. All right. So. 25. <laughs> not that, you know, it's not like we haven't been loving watching Shah Rukh Khan's horrible movies from the 90s. Some of them not horrible, but... Um, we just decided to change it up and I think we might just do this from time to time. We'll keep you on your don't, toes. Don't don't make any promises to them. Don't don't give them Sorry. more than what we already give them. We give them so much. Yeah. With no iTunes reviews. Okay. Um yeah, we're talking about the volley today. We're going to talk about we're going to try to be a little bit topical today, right? <laughs> we're going to try. That's a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're talking about things that are current. Um yeah. So yeah, Del Valle. We're only watching a movie that's three months old at this point. Yeah, and before this, we were stuck in the early nineties. So, Del Valle. Um, so we talked about this movie a little bit over the last few episodes, and every time we talked about it, it just got worse and worse and worse. So my expectations of this movie were extremely low, and guess <laughs> what? It was lower than my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> this movie okay so since we're talking about a current movie there are going to be some spoilers so if you haven't seen Dilwale I don't know why you'd be concerned about spoilers because guess what it was kind of a shit movie um, and if you some, haven't seen Dilwale by the way you can rent it on YouTube for like three to six dollars yeah it's not bad it's very economical mm -hmm. if you save up over the next couple of months you might be able to afford it <laughs> yeah. um So, yeah, so it's not a good movie uh, right off the bat. No. Don't, you know, we're not spoiling anything for you. Um, it's not... It's pretty much exactly what you thought it would be. It's a script that's written by, like, it's like the first draft that a nine-year-old wrote, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, a nine-year-old whose parents, like, left him for the weekend with his cool cousin, so all he did was watch, like, Fast and the Furious movies and, like, other really shitty, um, like, what was that, Michael Bay? Is that a guy? Michael even... Bay, there's a lot, there's like scenes, action sequences lifted straight off of Mission Impossible. Yeah. The one with uh, Tandy Newton, was that the one? Where they were spinning in a car T together? Tandy Newton, yes. Tandy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a nine-year-old watched those movies and then had like a really crazy dream. And then like <laughs> woke up in the he morning. He had a high and... fever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like woke up and he was like, these are my thoughts, I'm going to write them in my dream journal. And then... The parents found the dream journal and then they gave it to Rohit Chetty and he was like, this is an excellent movie idea. <laughs> this is gold. This is gold. Um, in a nutshell, what's the movie about? So, uh, you know, it's just a typical. It no, this is what the movie is about. Okay. <laughs> the movie is about, hey, uh, Shah Rukh Khan and Kajal are starring in a movie. The end. <laughs> That's it. There's no story worth telling. 
they're just that's as far as they got they got to the casting session and they're like okay we'll have Shah Rukh and we'll have Kajal they, and then yeah. uh, screenwriters you're fired yeah they were like <laughs> you literally just need to stand there for two and a half hours and from time to time we'll throw in a couple of other annoying characters but generally like we're just gonna roll in the cash you just show up on set we're just gonna take the cash and we'll give you the cash later um Shah Khan plays a former gangster who falls in love with a rival gangster girl who happens to be Gajal. And then your shit goes awry and their dads die. And it's a big misunderstanding. Oh, you killed my dad. So now uh, I'm I'm going to break up with you. And, and shoot you. And shoot in you the in the chesticle. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Shao Khan's like, I'm done with this gangster life. I'm leaving and I'm moving to Goa where everybody goes. Um, if they're Christian. If they're Christian. Um, and, uh, although, you know, Indian movies, Goa is a very diverse area. I don't, it, it, it piques my interest. I would like to go to Goa. Mm, okay. Yeah. Somebody buy me a ticket to Goa. <laughs> um, so. We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah. They move to Goa and he starts a new life and, you know, he's just doing his best West Coast customs exhibit impression. Um, oh, got oh a mod they, they had a a mod shop. Yeah, exactly. There's, they modify cars and turn uh, good-looking cars into really disgusting, shitty-looking, tacky cars. Yeah, it's pimp my ride on acid. That's what yeah. it is. Pimp my ride without any of this like um, fun stuff. Yeah, it's just like, hey, let's paint your hood orange and then put in like a vent on your hood for yeah. some reason. Do you want your Do you want your new car to look like it's made out of aluminum foil? We'll do that for you. Yeah, so, and then, you know, of course, his little brother, who's the worst actor in the planet. I don't know who that guy is. I didn't even look up what his name is. He's awful. Varun Dhawan. Yeah, stop. David Dhawan's son. Oh, God. Who's, David Dhawan's an important person, right? Can you remind me who that is? Um, yeah, just let me get to the link where his name comes up. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so, uh, horrible Shah Khan's little brother falls in love with a girl. And of course, the girl is the younger sister of Gajal. But she may not even exist. Like, for as much as she does in this movie. She's um, just a beautiful, tall girl. That's what she, she just, yeah, she she doesn't really, yeah, she, she may as well just have been like a mannequin. Yeah. They probably could have saved money if they just put in a mannequin there. Yeah, I don't think she had any lines. But, I mean, whatever. They <laughs> fell in love. And then, you know, Shah Khan relives the story of what happened. And it's like... It's like you said, like, they literally were like, what can we do to put Gajal in a movie with Sharhan, but not make it typical? Ugh. No, it's, let's it's just, let's what just... can we put? What can, hey, Sharhan, Gajal, uh, put forth zero effort in this movie yeah. and uh, come to the set. Literally like, show up. That's it. That's, just, that's it. There is nothing. There is, like, you know how we say, hey, yeah, Shah Rukh Khan is charismatic and Gajal's charismatic. And guess what? They showed none of that charisma. None. And Shah Rukh Khan was so boring. Gajal was even bo- more boring. Um, I don't even know if they had, a, like, a. I don't know. They, they, it was just a cash grab. They had no desire uh, to make a film that was good. Yeah, so I think the the interesting thing about us doing this podcast and then watching the movie now is that 
I'm able to see what Jar Han really was in the early 90s. And like, even though I've been watching these movies and I'm like, oh my God, he's such a pain in my ass. Like he actually has like some layers of his acting. Like he's not just showing up and being like, I'm here to do you a favor. So just give me the money and let the camera stay on my face for a little bit. Like, you know, it's not like he's just, it, it, I think in 2015, Shah Rukh Khan is um, abusing Ambien. And um, just showing up and steroids, obviously, because he is jacked. Yeah, my husband was still weird. The husband was very upset. He was watching it and he was like, why don't I look like that? He's 50. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, he does look better now than he did uh, 25 years ago. Yeah. But like the thing that Chauhan is missing now is and I can say this because like even Anjam, he plays an asshole in Anjam and I still liked him better in Anjam than I did in this movie. Like he's supposed to be a good guy in this movie. Like, yeah, he's a former Which, gangster, but he's supposed no, to be no, no, a no. good person. He's supposed to be a loving brother and like all these things. He's supposed to be a, a passionate lover. And I got literally none of that. I didn't get that. that part of it. I didn't yeah, he's a, know that he was supposed to be a passionate <laughs> lover. I also didn't appreciate the way you said that. That made me uncomfortable. Um, I had a problem with the fact that they made them gangsters, but like the world's like nicest gangsters, they were still like running drugs and stuff. And it's had like a weird like anti-drug message in it. It was, you know what it was? Do you know, remember those Disney Channel movies? Yeah. Like the Lizzie McGuire movie and Cadet Kelly and yeah, of course. whatever. It was, it was like that level of storytelling. Yeah. And the colors were there to match because this movie, the, I don't know who turned the contrast and the brightness up. Like, not the kind, sorry, the saturation on all the colors. Mm. Um, this is the same guy who made Jenna Express. And I realized why I couldn't watch Jenna Express is because the colors actually hurt my eyes. Like, it's too bright. I just listened to the uh, audio of this. I didn't actually watch it. <laughs> so, like, I, um, so I loved it. <laughs> We started watching this movie a couple of nights ago. You know, like in our room, we're like, all right, movie night, we're going to watch it. And we got through 15 to 20 minutes of it. And then we had to turn it off because it was just so bad. And then the next day we put it on while we were like doing stuff around the house, like cleaning the house and cooking and playing with our kid. And it was sort of just on his background noise and we knew what was going on. And it was fine. Uh, It was fine as a background noise movie because that's what it was. I I don't remember a single line from the movie. I don't remember what they said. The the last line was the callback to the DDLJ. Yeah. He said that. I missed it. That was was the very literal last line of the movie. And then they giggled. Oh, my God. And then um, it was a picture of Rohit Shetty with uh, two middle fingers up. (laughs) It was like with love with from Hema. Yeah, yeah. With love Hema. Really go fuck yourselves. <laughs> like, I just robbed you. Yeah, so to be fair to this movie, this movie isn't offensively bad. No. Like Right. That was offensively bad because it was trying to do something. This was an absolute this was just like crowd sir they thought they were it was a crowd pleaser it was just fun ish i guess supposed to be fun and it's like that whole like nostalgia thing you're just supposed to be nostalgic about gajal and shah khan getting back on screen even though there was nothing shah khan or gajal-esque about their performances yeah so. yeah i can definitely see like everybody i know who liked this movie basically was like i love seeing gajal and shah khan on screen together Okay, then just but watch, why? Then just just watch go, DDLJ over and over again. It's I would just better. say go on Google Images and pull up a picture and just stare at that. <laughs> That's probably a better time than this. 
Yeah. You could do it for two and a half hours too if you wanted to. <laughs> Put the Bozzy Girl song on repeat. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, like it was just, it wasn't like, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Definitely not as bad as Jeptai Kajan because Jeptai Kajan tried to be something. Like it tried to have a storyline. Like this had a very simple story and it actually wasn't like a horrible story but it was just no, like it was a horrible story i don't think the story was that horrible uh, okay maybe the execution is just the execution awful. was complete shit and it's like um one of my friends said this that they're sort of just standing around and saying lines like a soap opera like you could tell everybody's yes. like standing in front of the camera like you can see every the- time every time Khan said anything to his brother it would be like in this like high like and then anytime he would talk to kajal it'd be like <laughs> and he would just like whisper his lines and yeah. and i didn't like the audio of it either because i felt like they mic'd him up too much yeah the, all weird. the audio was a little off which says a lot coming from us because our audio is always fucked but like no what are you talking about you do a great job <laughs> but like yeah, there was just, it was just like a strange, like, it was just like a really awkward movie. I think that was the big problem with it. And I can honestly say that, like, Shah Khan, I know what you can do. I've been watching it in the last 10 movies and some of it not so good, but like, generally, I know what you're capable of. And this is not what you're capable of. This is just you being like, I'll do you a stupid favor, Rohit. Just like, give me my money. Like, that's, that's all it is. And and I 100% agree with you, definitely pulling at people's heart and, like, emotions. I'm like, I'll give you an example. Okay, please do. Netflix just released Fuller House, which is the spinoff or the reboot of Full House. It's complete mm. garbage. Yeah, it is. It's so bad. But it's really bad. I only, um, so, I yeah, watched, I, I don't like this nostalgia thing. I watched I the like whole it. thing. I watched the whole 12 episodes. In a day and a half. Why? I love the Tanners. It's like it has all the components. Why? Did you watch Boy Meets World growing up? Yes. It loved it, right? Loved it. And I try to watch Girl Meets World and it's horrible. It's terrible. Because Girl Meets World doesn't have enough. It's completely different. It's completely different and it's really bad. Fuller House is still pretty similar yeah. they do yeah, a lot of it's both shit <laughs> no you didn't like full house no, i mean look i watched it when i was a kid because i didn't know any better but it, can you go back and watch nick at night and watch multiple episodes of full house and not think that oh this is objectively bad like you enjoy it because of the nostalgia but nostalgia is stupid i hate this whole crowd service into nostalgia <laughs> and rebooting stuff that we liked when we were children i mean because guess what we liked other garbage stuff when we were children. Yeah, I mean, basically what it says is, like, we've run out of ideas, so now we're just going to take what we know worked and redo it. Like, I, what I liked about Fuller House is, like, they're basically, they make a lot of fun about, like, the things that everybody says about Fuller House. But, like, they uh, do, they, they're always fun. hugging each other, they're always hugging each other, and there are, there's always, like, magical violin playing randomly. And, like, you know, every four minutes there's a hug, like... They joke around about those things, so at least they're making fun of the fact that, about, like, how corny they are. So, it, I mean, the jokes are horrible. Yo, Stephanie Tanner forever. She's hilarious. I wouldn't say hilarious. She's redeemable. Like, she's got to, She's all right. <laughs> yeah, look at that. But, is, but yeah, like, okay. this is... Right, so, I was saying? watching what, what was this. The connection? So, what I was watching, I was watching this, and I was thinking, like, I was watching Fuller House, and I was like, my God, this is awful, but I will keep watching it because I'm so emotionally tied to the Tanners. Like, it has all the components to make me cringe and be like, God, this isn't funny, but I loved it because I just 
like like I miss them. And I think that's the thing is like people who are really, really into Kajal and Shah Khan really miss them being on screen together. Because the last time they were together in a movie was what? My Name is Khan? Is that a movie that they're in together? For a chance. I mean, like in like a DDLJ type role, but like this isn't even that. It was just like, and they like copied so much shit from movies. And like, there's an entire sequence of them going on a five minute date. That's from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, no. Well, I don't really watch. I stopped watching How I Met Your Mother pretty early. But they, I mean, they stole everything. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Oh, the soundtrack, the background music, it's from Man of Steel. It's is it Hans Zimmer? Yes. Oh no way! Yeah, it's flight. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's like you're not even like you're just. It's like the laziest filmmaking I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, that was my problem with it. It wasn't. I mean, the the, the everything was like per, per, perplexing about it. Um, like when the, his whole like gangster career, because he was supposed to be the nicest guy, and it's not like he redeemed himself. He was just always a nice guy. He just happened to be a drug runner and a murderer before. Um, opening up a garbage auto shop. Um, and Gajal was also always like the nicest person or something. Or no, she seemed kind of like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was, she was manipulative as. Yeah. As. Which is great. She actually, um, played a character. Yeah. I think that the one, the one scene of, um, her revealing herself to be like the actual bad guy. Duplicitous. Yeah. It was very, I liked it. It was like, yeah. Make make that sucker cry, but yeah, he cries like a little girl. Yeah, and also the other thing, every other like every scene with Charhan and Gajal in this movie is just slow mo. They're just anytime they're like really having a conversation, like there's maybe one or two where they're not, but like anytime everybody's they're whispering, everyone's whispering, slow. close talking, and there's like wind blowing and there's background music and it's in slow mo. Like half of this movie is. Shaohan and Gajal walking towards each other or thinking about each other and the wind blowing and it's raining like that's what this so like it's just I didn't I like it okay I know I know it's okay it's that's right. the love guys don't watch was it was that it no hey, hold on guys don't watch it <laughs> <laughs> um so oh I do want to say one one thing about Varun Dhawan mm-hmm. you're right at least he tried, right? Nobody else gave a shit. That Kriti Senin lady, uh, it was, I mean, she, like, again, I don't even know if she had a pulse. I'm a little worried about her. Uh, and <laughs> she may have Varun just been Dhawan, CGI. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Uh, and then Varun Dhawan at least put forth effort. Oh, yo, I know who David Dhawan is. Yeah, he directed a bunch of stuff. He basically is the guy that set Govinda off. Like, he's the guy oh, that no he did all the number one movies: BB number one, Hero oh. number one, Jordy number one, and like keep waiting for number twos. because <laughs> I'm constipated. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you better up your fiber. Um, yeah, like all those like super corny Govinda movies that like everybody loved. Yeah. That like those easy, those like super guilty pleasure silly movies. They're actually yeah. really funny. Like, they're silly, super silly, and, like, there's nothing serious about those movies, and I really like it, but... Um, Mr. and Mrs. Kilari, that was a that was a fun movie. I've never seen that. It was good. It was Akshay Kumar and Juhi Chawla. Oh, I'm sure, said, yeah. Jab tak rahega samose mein aalu. Oh, I love that part! <laughs> <laughs> um, Haseena Manjaegi, Bade Mia, Chote Mia. 
yeah, it's a good, it's a good, uh, he, he makes good dumb movies, like, uh, and this is, I guess, I guess knowing that now, it makes sense why they got him to make this movie. Yeah. Um, but this just had, like, some, they tried to do some dramatic elements to it that didn't hit at all. Yeah. Um, Khan was a jerk. You like, always think he's a jerk, though. You, you think he's a jerk. Okay, he wasn't a jerk. He was he was just he loved his brother and this movie just didn't make any sense. My favorite scene though was when the two dads uh killed each other. Yeah. Because they just stood there and traded bullets. Like yeah. literally they just went one off. They just shoot out shootouts left and right. Shah Khan murders like eighteen hundred people in this movie. I mean movie. he's a mobster, but But he's not but they, they played up for laughs. Oh, and also, you know what I was really um disappointed about hmm. in this movie? Uh I mean, this is at the very end, so I didn't think it could get any worse, but it was like uh, Shah Rukh Khan's little brother marries Kajal's little sister, and they're at the wedding, and then Boman Irani is some sort of gang. Don't worry about it. Anyways, there's a big fight out, right? Because Boman Irani beats up uh, his little brother. Uh, Kajal is there, and she calls Shah Rukh Khan to go and fight this guy. But I'm like, Kajal, you're also a gangster. Yeah. And Kajal fights his whole gang. Or, I mean, not Kajal. Shah Rukh Khan fights his whole gang. And I was, I was hoping like, that would happen where, too. What's the like? This should be a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation, yeah, where they're both yes. killing each other, and then everybody is like at the end of it because they've hidden their past from their siblings. So then their siblings will just be like, "Oh my God, what are you guys doing? This is crazy." But no, it was just Shah Rukh Khan fighting everybody. Akajal was like a mastermind in this movie, like in the first half of it when yeah, she was a gangster. Ex- exactly. It would have been a great opportunity for them to do like one of those, um, the, you know, the Mr. and Mrs. They, Smith scene where they're right, both like exactly. shooting out in a room. Yeah. If they had actually done that, it might have redeemed the movie to some extent for me because that would have legitimately been fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I love me some girl power and there's no uh, girl power in this movie. There's no power at all. Like even even Gajal, she like is like, yeah, I'm the gangster's daughter, so like I have a lot of control, and I just deep do you dumb shit. And then Sharhan, she was about to shoot him. She was about to shoot him, and then she said no. Yeah, not, and then Sharhan, Sharhan like makes her feel like shit for like doing that by running her off the road almost. She's like, oh no, I'm sorry, I. I don't have a brain. It just she just completely loses all of her like girl powerness. I I don't know. They they they're so it's just a dumb. This movie should not have been made. Yep, but it was. It. it was made it and we watched it. I thought it was a dream. <laughs> it was. You watched too many Michael Bay movies with your cousin with your bad cousins, and you had too much candy. Fever. <laughs> you had a dream. It was good one. Yeah, yeah, and I wrote this movie. Um, yeah, so uh, would you suggest anybody to watch this movie, Annie? Go. No. Okay. Me neither. Okay, great. Hey, <laughs> skip right over it. Um, yeah. So we were talking about Fuller House the other day. Full House slash Fuller House. You mean uh, just like five minutes ago? Oh, did I say the other day? Yeah. Whoops. So in Fuller House, there's an episode. It's episode eleven. It's on Netflix. You guys go ahead and watch it. It's the, I, I saw it, this episode. It's the Indian-themed episode. That sounds fun. So, like, two, three episodes ago, we talked about appropriation and the Coldplay video and Beyonce and whatnot. That was not appropriation. But what Full House did, Fuller House, whatever, it was completely, like, it was so uncomfortable and so awkward. So, 
In the episode, they're throwing somebody a retirement party, and it's Indian theme because the guy is leaving his belongings and moving to an ashram in India and becoming a Buddhist or something like that. So they're throwing him an Indian theme party, and one of them decides that, I know, I'll get him a cow for the party? There will be a cow at the party because that's Indian theme. And then, you know, the typical shit, everybody's in a langa and a kurta and a turban, because everybody wears turbans in India all the time, right? There's a dance sequence. The worst part of it is, like, the guy who's retiring is just, like, a white dude. He starts to talk in an accent. He's he like, does, right? He okay. Goes, he goes, I am, he's, like, talking blah, 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 normal, normal, and he goes, I'm getting rid of all of my belongings and moving to India. Like, it... It happened, and everybody laughed, and I was like, that's not funny. What okay, is that? so... What? Just, what? I thought that what? was in my head when that happened, because otherwise, like, do you watch New Girl? Yes. Did I know you watch that? About. Did you watch that episode where they had the whole Bollywood dancing yep. uh, thing? Yeah. What well, did you think of that? I loved it. I loved it, too, right? It was well done. Yeah, Because there were why? Indians involved. Yeah, because Cece's Indian. And in yeah. this move, in this episode, there are no Indians. And just There's Indian nobody scene. of color. It's just no. white people just jumping around <laughs> and making terrible... Like, one of the kids has a turban on and some guy is like, that's a great outfit. Did you get it from Turban Outfitters? And I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the joke? Yeah, they called um, the baby... The baby was had a turban on, so they called him a swami. Like, mm. I I didn't... I, it wasn't, okay, the, the accent is offensive. At this point, I think everybody should know not to do the accent. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do a stereotypical Asian accent. Um, so why would you do a stereotypical Indian accent? It doesn't make any sense. No. You know, and the dancing and stuff, like, it's not offensive. It's just, uh, tacky. I guess yeah. like it's it's just corny like and there's no it's nothing like organic about it it's just a terrible it's terribly written right the whole show is terribly written but but the accent for sure 100% guys if you're listening and you're going to write a show yeah. <laughs> or a movie or anything or you're going to go out on Halloween and you happen to be white and listening to this um uh don't yeah don't no accents accent. no accents with no your turban. accents probably don't wear a turban Mm-mm. um you know, these are all, I mean, like, they're not even, like, they're so dated. Like, these these things, this is this was, like, what people laughed at in, like, the 30s. Yeah, like, it's like it, if somebody was like, oh, you're moving to Africa? Let me throw you an african theme party. And, like. And then, yeah, don't, you probably don't want to go into this. The details. <laughs> the of what details they would do. Of your so, racist African party. Yeah. But, yeah, or, like, uh, if somebody was, like. Oh, well, people in Africa are black, so we're going to have fried chicken and watermelon. We're going to play Beyonce, and everyone's uh, going like to have cornrows. Like, that like is the level to which how offensive it is to be like, it's an Indian theme party, so we're going to have cows it's and not, turbans. Like, it's not that level of offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a few steps below that level. No, but, like, it's how clueless people who are not of color are about people of color that's the issue is like it's it's toned up and it's not particularly funny either so i don't know what the purpose is like like i said the the new girl one was great there were indians involved in it it was organically done he did the dance i mean it it was it was it was uh enjoyable it was funny and it was and it made sense this doesn't make any sense there was a cow the only reason the cow was there so they could make a holy cow joke 
Uh, and the joke was somebody said, holy cow. And that was it. So sorry for ruining that joke for you. Uh, that is good. That's gold. No, it's That's not. gold. Um, there's, there's so many other ways that you could have had a holy cow. They also had an utter joke, whatever. Yeah, that's just a cow joke. That's fine. <laughs> you can make cow jokes. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's the only episode I watched. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, aside from all that, the show just sucks. So I urge everybody here who hasn't watched Fuller House to not watch Fuller House so that people stop making garbage uh, remakes of stuff. Hold on. But like Gilmore we Girls is coming back. Gilmore Girls is coming back, but it's not a reboot. It's not. And Gilmore Girls was legitimately good. It's like an extension of what if they do something. an Indian theme? They're not. They're not trying to recapture nostalgia. They're trying to finish the story. Because as we all know, Amy Sherman Palladino was not allowed to fin- Was not able to finish her <laughs> vision or complete her vision of the actual story. If so. you have thoughts about Gilmore Girls and you want to discuss them with Bob Masood, you can send them to Rory's number one fan at <laughs> StarsHollow.com. I still write uh, Mr. and Mrs. Rory Gilmore, uh, Gilmore in my notebooks. <laughs> Wait, Mr. and Mrs. Rory? I let her... <laughs> Very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so guys, let's just recap. All right, you have things that you're not gonna do. Okay, it's gonna be a list of things that you're not gonna do. One of those things will be watch the Vale. The other one will be to watch Fuller House. Don't do them. Don't do it. Don't okay, do that. Promise me. Promise me right now. I'll wait. Yeah. Thank okay, you. good. Great. So the Oscars happened while we're mm, on the topic of race and movies and movies. What um, a perfect intersection. Ooh, good segue. The stars were out in Hollywood because the Oscars were last night. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not going to get into the racing that much because there's just. For, but uh, okay, uh, you said that we're not. We are, and we're we're we're. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't have to. But what did you think of uh, Chris Rock? Um, I thought it was great. I think that it was a perfect mix of. Being a hundred percent real and also being funny, like yeah. he didn't spare black actors from like talking about how outrageous their outrage is, like the whole Jada Pinkett thing. Yeah, that was a phenomenal joke. Excellent. And I was surprised he went there. I loved it. That yeah, that 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 seems. And then yeah, he did. It. He was being serious about it. The only thing that he did that was horribly miscalculated was the whole Stacy Dash thing. I loved it. What? Oh yeah. my god, I couldn't take it. Like it made me feel it made me cringe. So I was I like think the whole thing was though, I feel like she's not aware of the fact that she was the butt of the joke. Like No, but that's the th- like it would be funny if he just said Stacy Dash and then he didn't bring her up. Yeah, I think it's like when you're laughing at someone because they're awful. Or like if you're right. if you're talking because about what, someone and they're awful and then they show up in the room and then they want you to continue to talk about how awful they are in front of them. Also, also like having her say, oh, I look forward to representing my black people. people or something my like people. that. Yeah, my people. I was like, it's not funny because like she she works against that. So no, but that's you, the joke. If you're working against, but it's I don't know. I mean, besides that, it wasn't a huge deal. It just I mean, made the me whole joke. No, well, the whole joke was the fact that like the academy is putting together 
uh, an outreach program for my whatever for people of color and so the director that the oh. academy has appointed is Stacey Dash who is so out of touch with black people so that was the joke I'm glad I had to explain it to you well I mean regardless <laughs> uh, anyways <laughs> but um, like I mean whatever I thought it was great great job Leonard it's about time you won an Oscar oh yeah I, I don't understand why everybody's <laughs> so excited it's like it's that like Leonardo you're... DiCaprio won a goddamn ass Oscar. I was gonna call it an Oscar. <laughs> goddamn Oscar. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I woke up and all over Facebook because I only watched like you know the first maybe half hour of it, and then I woke up and everybody's like, "Congratulations, Leonardo DiCaprio!" And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> Who gives a shit? And then, and then he talked about, and then they're like, it. "He is so classy." He talked about climate change. All yeah, right. but so what? No one's listening. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, but we treated it like it was like I don't know. Yeah, we were all rooting for it. Yeah, I thought the Revenant wasn't that great of a movie, to be honest with you. I didn't watch it, but yeah, I thought the bear should have won the fight. You know who I'm really into? The bear from the Revenant. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Yeah, everybody's into Tom Hardy. Man, woman, child, doesn't matter. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> yeah. Bear from that. the Revenant texted me. He said, damn, have you seen Tom Hardy? Man knows how to wear a tux. Mm, yeah, he's a babe. Yeah, it was just like, but like one thing that I noticed is like now I think the new thing is like when you accept and, you know, before it used to always be the joke would be like you go up there and you always make it, everybody has like their mock acceptance speeches. Now everybody uses it as a platform to like push their thing. Like Sam Smith got up there and was like, this is for the LGBT community. And I was like, Sam Smith, Hollywood loves the gays. <laughs> well, so Sam Smith thought that, uh, <laughs> Thought that no openly gay actor or whoever has ever won an Oscar before. I don't know where he got that idea from because that's not true. <laughs> so actually, like the writer of Milk uh, tweeted him his acceptance speech. And it's like, I don't know um, if you saw this. And also, yeah. Yeah. And also, he sang that song live and it was the worst performance ever. But it's not also, it's not, it's not, it's not just now that people are doing that. Actually, like in the 70s, Marlon Brando didn't accept his award for, I forgot what movie it was. Maybe Apocalypse Now? I'm not sure. Uh, he didn't accept the award. Instead, he sent a representative of like the, of a Native American tribe. Oh, yeah, that's right. To go and accept the award on his behalf. And she kind of tore Hollywood a new one. Mm. And people were like booing her. Oh, and no. Since that day, they didn't let anybody accept on anyone else's behalf. Wow. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's always been like a political thing. Then you go up there and and you further your agenda. Um, yeah, I guess to to generally a pretty receptive crowd. I mean, nobody's gonna boo in in that room. Nobody's booing somebody talking about climate change or Black Lives Matters or LGBT or anything like that, right? It's a pretty progressive room. So, you know, if you go up there and you're like, yeah, we everybody should have an assault rifle and um, uh, Trump 2016, then you're probably going to get some booze. <laughs> yeah, I got the feeling that a lot of people are feeling the burn because uh, a lot of people were like, you know, the only way to make change in the world is by not supporting people who, who are funding their campaigns by getting money from corporations. I was like, oh, either you're supporting Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders. My money's from Sanders. <laughs> I can't tell. Um, 
anyway, so enough about white people. Let's talk about brown people. Yes. It was a big night for brown people. Priyanka Chopra. She was, was looking. Out. She, she was, was one of the stars. The stars were out in Hollywood. <laughs> one of those stars was from India. Her dress was see-through. What? Hold on. <laughs> www.google.com. Priyanka Sit, Chopra. Off Google it. And... <laughs> Incognito mode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. She. She's. She's on the. She's at Baywatch. She's at, at Baywatch. Ba- she's, <laughs> she's, why, why don't you? Why don't you restructure your thought? Thought. Okay. How about close the window with her boobies on it? Hey, come on now. Close the That's window with her face on it because you know yeah, what you're. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm. I'm very respectful. <laughs> and then um, restructure your thought. Um. So yeah, she looked great. She looked great, and she was wearing an, a dress by this guy. Um, uh, Mark Echo. No. Okay. Um, the guy that made Jinko jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Zuhair Murad, who is like really, really popular on the red carpet, and I believe he is a brown man. Well, I would assume so from his name. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what his ethnicity is, if he's Arab or not. Let's see. Oh, he's Lebanese. But, um, you know, it's pretty exciting. He's like a pretty popular fashion designer on the red carpet. She wore his dress and she looked amazing. Um, and I was like, I mean, I don't care about Priyanka Chopra. I haven't seen a single episode of Quantico and I don't hear great things about it. But um, good for you representing the brown people on a, a red carpet. But more importantly, we had two brownies win Oscars. Oh, two? Yeah. Hold on. I know I know about the director. Tell me about the other one. There's two directors that won. There were two directors? Yes. Who? There's Shermin Obed Chinoy. Right. Right? She won for Girl in the River. Right? She won for that documentary. A documentary on honor killing that affected some real change in Pakistan. And yeah, it's coming out on HBO. I don't know if it's already out yet, but I plan on watching it. Her first one was pretty uh phenomenal as well yeah so yeah so and, and they're short form documentary so that means it's only like 40 minutes oh phew i don't have more than that time to spare i gotta watch Sharhan movies <laughs> that's right yeah i watch something important like did a lot of um and then the other one who guy who won is uh asif kapadia he's the guy that directed amy um the amy winehouse documentary called amy oh and he won that. yeah very exciting I haven't seen that. It seems uh, very sad. Yeah, she makes me really sad. <laughs> Let's not go too deep into that. That's gonna make me sad again. Oh, but yeah. So two two brown folks uh, took yeah. it took it home, which was very exciting. But um, I'd like to talk about the the Chinoy documentary. Okay. I love the fact that she's a person that people know. Right. In like the Hollywood film industry. I mean, like generally in the West, like people are very receptive to her two documentaries now. She's going to be somebody and it's really She won two Oscars. She already is somebody. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. People in Pakistan are not so happy. Okay. So I want to talk about that too. I, I, I think it's better this time around than it was the last time. Right. Thanks. So, so in Pakistan, I think generally the, cons- the problem that people have is that they are tired of negative stories about pakistan and anytime anybody reports on a negative story whether they be pakistani or not they're you know considered as you know traitors or you know agents of 
outside influence. Their you know, yeah, India, Israel, U.S., <laughs> you name it. I mean, it, it's there's something, right? One uh, conspiracy theory that I heard was that um, Malala. So it's the same thing that happens to Malala, right? It's that her dad staged the yeah her his da- daughter getting hit her dad uh, getting shot yeah in the head. yeah his dad her dad wanted that to happen so that he could get a, a job in the embassy in the UK like okay my eyes are rolling so far back into my head that I'm not sure they're gonna come back <laughs> uh, yeah but so so this is a problem in Pakistan so that if if any societal ill or anything is explored. And then people will be like, well, what about the good things in Pakistan? Which is a dumb thing to say. It's stupid. There are bad things that happen in every country, okay? And there are bad things that are happening in Pakistan. And if you talk about them, then people will know how bad they are. And they'll they'll do something to change it. So for this movie, the prime minister, Nawaz Sharif, actually changed some laws on honor killing to make sure that people who committed those crimes were actually prosecuted and the women were offered greater protections so pakistani listeners please stop being such assholes yeah yeah get it together we're not saying that pakistan is a horrible place stop being so sensitive this is more for pakistanis than it is for people outside the country you need to get your shit together let's make the country a better place let's make America great again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you actually take the time to watch the documentary, I haven't done it yet, but I will. Um, In the movie, the best thing about it is not, you know, it's not just that they're bringing light to the fact that this girl was honor killed and thrown into a river. That's not the part of it that they focus on. What they focus on is the fact that she survived and people in, like, the people who found her in the community in Pakistan, they rehabilitated her and they got her right. the representation that she needed. Like, that's the focus yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact exactly. That it, yeah, there's is, bad things that happen in Pakistan. And the entire world over. Right. It's this isn't this isn't just a Pakistani problem. This happens everywhere. But uh, how about uh, instead of focusing on just that horror, like the same thing with Malala, right? Malala is not a tragedy, right? What happened to her obviously was sad, but then she overcame it and is like this inspiring figure. So why not focus on the fact that Pakistani women, even though they face a lot of hurdles, they are also inspiring figures. It's dumb to focus on just the horrible thing that happened and not take away any other lesson from it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I just, it Preach, drives snaps, me crazy. Snap, 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 snap. It's, it's just, it's something that has bothered, been bothering me for years. Yeah. Obviously. I think you, I, I saw something that you reposted on Facebook about like, about cricket. So, yeah. So I, uh, I just reposted something that, let's see. It was at Carl Young. That's J. Oh my God. Who cares? <laughs> at Carl Young. That's hilarious. At C U R L J U N G. Uh, he tweeted, why is PTV Sports showing the negative side of Pakistan? Why can't they just show our bowling twice? Hashtag disown PTV. You know why that's funny, guys? Because Pakistan is sucking it up on the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> on the crickets. Is that how you, you say know, it? <laughs> the, the place where I, I uh, shared it from, whoever posted it, it was uh, the first comment on there was like, yeah, but they have to show our batting. And it's a conversation that needs to happen because Amir is really terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> like they- I, I, did you completely miss 
what yeah. <laughs> happened? Yeah, they completely missed it. They didn't realize what the joke was. Yeah. But, um... But, um, but, yeah. So, on the, the positive of all this is that, look, Pakistani women are killing the game right now. Killing it. They are absolutely... Uh, she won twice. Uh, she'll win again. Uh, hopefully, she does a full-length documentary. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested in seeing How that. disappointing would it be if she was like, my next movie is going to start Gajul and Shadowfly. <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! It'll be a musical number about Malala, like the the cash grab in India. No, don't do it. Don't do it, Shermin. Yeah, she's a listener. I'm sure. Walk away. Yeah, Shermin, if you're listening, congratulations. Yeah, well done. You deserved it. Yeah, round of applause. I think I haven't. To be fair, I haven't seen your movie or anybody else's that was nominated for that category. But I'm guessing yours was better. Yeah, and it's like Louis C.K. said. You're not getting paid any money for that. Yeah, so. you're driving home in a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> driving, you are driving that in a, in a Maruti. Is that Maruti. a car in Pakistan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, Maruti. I think that's an Indian automobile. I don't think they have them in Pakistan. They don't actually. drive them across the border? Yeah, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, you, you know exchange your Maruti for a... Honda City, which is a very popular car in Pakistan. It's also a lot better than a Maruti. I was going to say the Suzuki or like a, a bus. <laughs> like a <laughs> One of those like bus. Spy- yeah, fun Pakistani buses. So Prada last summer released these like fun new beauty rickshaws on the streets of whatever in Europe. Yo, it straight up looks like a regular rickshaw in like Pakistan. <laughs> and they like just put makeup in there. Like it's like a little beauty stop for ladies to stop in and. People are like, oh, Pakistan should be so proud. They, they're, you know, using Pakistani-inspired art to sell stuff. I'm like, no, they're just stealing it. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. They're just stealing it. Yeah, like, I think uh, I think it's Burberry just released a line of bags that looks like, you know, like the, like, seven rupee bags you get in, like, whatever, Tariq Road that have, like, glass, like, little mirrors all over it. Little mirrors and embroidery. It's, like, a very popular oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the thing that, like, the you get with your your clothes. I don't know. I I don't know why I would know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, like, a matching kuste that goes with it. Um, Yeah, Burberry's selling that shit for, like, $3,000. So. Dope. Ooh. So you also, no. Bata. Bata chappals, you know your classic bata chappals, good yeah, old regular sandals with the crisscross X in the front. I love them. A little peak toe for the boys. Yeah, my toe is always, I broke my toe, my right toe when I was younger, so it's kind of in a weird shape. Spoiler alert, guys, my toe is in a weird shape. <laughs> I don't know if that's a spoiler. <laughs> TMI maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't fit through that little hole the right way. It's pretty sad. <laughs> that's what she I said. always, I always have that's trouble. What she uh, said. Man, hilarious. Why with my toes? Uh, I, I always have trouble taking it out. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> Why'd you ruin this podcast for me? People anyway, I know listen to this. Those chapels are like being resold by some designer for like $8,000. <laughs> Amazing. So listen, listen, guys. Somebody put my name on one of those things. Let's market what? it. What? Stupid things like look why me. would you think your name would add value? Because <laughs> I'm the host of a podcast. Oh, right, that 50 people listen to. Yeah, guys, can you sell, tell your friends to listen to this? I really like this episode. 
I think that we did a good job. Yeah, it's topical as shit. Yeah. So tell them to listen to it. Yeah. This one was good. This was a good one. We had some hard-hitting commentary. We took some real strong stances. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Make sure you get out and vote. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and, and say that, too. But make sure you know, you're voting for a Democrat, for God's sake. You know what? First. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not voting for a Democrat, stop hey, just listening maybe, to Maybe us. sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> maybe sit out this election. I like how you're like, just sit this one out. But I'm like, stop listening to us. And you're like, no, 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 no. Please keep listening to us, even if we disagree. Look, look. This is what uh, civil discourse is all about. You may not appreciate what I say, but you know what? It's okay. Because at the end of the day, we're friends. But seriously, don't vote if you're going to vote Republican. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just don't do that. Exactly. I can't wait for the day that Matt Damon plays Marco Rubio and Marco Rubio becomes our president. Oh, God. Right, guys, it's going to be President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> the J stands for Jahan. <laughs> the J stands for jackass. I don't like him. No? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a strong stance right now. Real controversial. I'm going to say I don't like Donald J. Trump. Hmm. I had to throw away all of his menswear collection that I owned. <laughs> had a lot Ch- of... Chuds and Banyans? Chuds and Banyans from Macy's. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like people who don't live here might think that he's like a classy guy because he seems rich and ritzy. But Where? like, who's Who's these people? <laughs> These Somebody. people don't exist. There's people, nobody. No, but like people at this think, point, nobody thinks that he's a classy guy. Even his supporters aren't like, "Oh yeah, Donald Donald Trump is classy." The whole John, thing at the bottom, Donald sh- Trump. Oh, Donald Trump. Somebody go watch that John Oliver <laughs> thing because that was fire. oh so good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so nobody thinks he's classy. Even his supporters are like, "Oh yeah, he tells it like it is." Oh yeah, he's he's gonna really uh, shake up Hollywood. Uh, or Hollywood, DC, whatever. The debate. I watched the debate, and he was just like, whatever he says, he just like repeats the same thing over and over again. He says, and it's gonna be great. I have an idea. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> just trust me on it. It's gonna be great. You're like, uh, all right, sounds good. I'll my bet. favorite one was uh, they asked him a question. They're like, uh, so the president of uh, Mexico has said that they won't pay for your wall. <laughs> Uh, so well, how well, do you still think they'll pay for the wall? And he's like, you know what? That wall is going to be. I can't do a Donald Trump impression. Uh, that wall is going to be uh, 10 feet higher. And uh, you're damn right. They're going to pay for that. Yeah. wall, And everybody yeah. cheered. Yeah. He just kept I was saying, like, oh, what? That doesn't that's not an answer. Yeah. You're just you're just saying stuff. We're going to go to war with Mexico, guys. I moved to Texas and now we're going to go to war with Mexico. I live. Uh, I'm going to be on the front lines. It's going to be a problem. Well, we're already, know. we're scoping out Vancouver. We're, oh, we're, Vancouver. Vancouver. Uh, I'm going to move back to Toronto. What? I say back because Rochester is essentially <laughs> Canada. Yes. So. Yeah, I feel like Rochester is going to be like, let's just take this border and just move it over <laughs> just, here. Is there a way to just pull that border down a little <laughs> yes, bit? Exactly. It's got to go too far. Yeah, it's like 90 miles I just imagine, so. imagine a bunch of a bunch of people in Rochester like sneaking into the I don't know the official office of map making with like crayons <laughs> with their tongue sticking out like toddlers drawing the Ministry oh, of just... Cartography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. Anyway, guys, don't watch no, the Valle. <laughs> don't watch the Valle. <laughs> don't watch Fuller House. Don't vote for Donald Trump or any other Republican for that matter. And uh, do 
listen to this episode. You already did. Wait, what? <laughs> Start over. Listen to this episode again, just so you get the do's and don'ts right. And then do share with your friends, because, um, you know, why not? Yeah, for God's sake. You know, in this era of what a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to punch myself in the face <laughs> right after I started. <laughs> so anyway, guys, this has been Raju Bunya Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Just kidding. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Bye-bye. I can't. All right, guys. No, it's leave. Roger Bunya Podcast. <laughs> Next week, we're... T- I'll leave it in. My parents are going to get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> it's so good, though. My favorite moment of this entire thing. <laughs> Okay, I'll leave it.